Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. Hey there, welcome to How to Journal for Healing, Journal Prompts for Chronic Illness. I must say, I hear you. After my last guided journaling session to reduce stress, I got some messages and emails from those of you who are struggling with chronic illness and how my combination of a little meditation, then some journaling, and then oracle cards can really help you cope with chronic illness when times get rough. Because let's be honest, healing from chronic illness is not an easy path. It's not a straight line either. It's sort of like a messy spiral that goes up and down and up again until you reach a point where you're like, hey, I can actually do the things I love now and I can do things I couldn't do before. I still need to balance my life and take care of my health, but it's not that terrible anymore. Now that's the first brilliant sign of recovery. And I can relate personally, because for those who maybe don't know me, my name is Maya Lombards, and I struggled with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome at the age of 15. I found my answers by moving to Peru, that's where I am right now, and recovering using functional medicine. I'm a functional medicine certified health coach now as well, and I am originally from Belgium, and I also help creative entrepreneurs who often have ADHD or chronic disease to create a flexible structure in their business and find balance in their lives. I'm also a certified astrologer. That's something many people don't know about me. And I love singing and colorful teacups. Right now, my green tea is soaking. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, I love this color. This is my favorite yellow mustard-ish color. That's the one for today. Now, today is a rainy day here. Even I have, normally I have natural light coming in on my camera. Now it's a bit darker because it, it's darker. It's cloudy. But this was like the perfect day to record this one. I prepped this one yesterday and I was like, you know what? Rainy day, time for some journaling. And today we will do a little guided journaling session together. I'll be posting this one on YouTube and on the Healthy High Achievers podcast. I will pull some Oracle cards after we journal together. So if you'd like to see the cards and you're listening to the podcast right now, I invite you to hop over to YouTube. If not, you can listen to my fabulous descriptions of the cards. <laughs> Last time I didn't know which animal was on the card, but yeah, it will get fun. Now, I've been journaling since I was 12. And it's really helped me strengthen my connection to my body and my intuition. For the past few years, I've been guiding journaling sessions, which I really love, using journal prompts and often group discussions. Now, I still go live every month on an app called Insight Timer. It's a great app, a meditation app. It's free. And if you'd like to join my next monthly journaling session, you can click on the link in the description below. Now, this video will have no editing. I told my content manager no editing on this one. So if I go silent for a while, that's because I'm journaling live with you. If I say something wrong, it will be part of the journey because that's life. 
Now, as this is not actually live, I'm just imagining having you with me, okay? Going through emotions, reflecting on each prompt, and please feel free to share your reflections in the comments below. Because when I do it live, I read the comments, I comment on them, it becomes this whole thing, but we can do it non-live. You know, we can do it as you're watching this. You guys can comment and, well, we can go back and forth. Now, before we start journaling, let's get grounded with a short meditation. Now, I invite you to first get comfy and cozy, whatever that looks like for you. Grab a cup of tea. I have mine right here. Press pause. Burn some incense. Maybe you just want to put on some slippers or um, comfy clothes or a blanket. You do you. Um, whatever you need to feel comfortable, go for it and come back when you're ready. Also grab your journal and a pen so that we can start journaling right after this meditation. I'll wait for a minute and get cozy myself. And if you need more time, just press pause. Also making sure everything's on airplane mode. No distractions. I might need to use my charger. There we go. So when everyone's ready, I invite you to close your eyes. Put one hand over your heart if that feels comfortable for you. And join me in a big, delicious sigh. We breathe in. Another one in. Last big one in. Lovely. Now I want you to start by thanking yourself. Smiling softly, feeling the warmth in your heart of the self-love that you are giving yourself in this moment. Every time that you decide to find your peace and check in with your body, your soul, your heart, you are actively contributing to your healing journey. Really feel that. Thank yourself with a soft smile and a warm heart. Try to relax your facial muscles. They might have been tense all day because you were concentrated or busy or you're just not having a good day today, that's okay. Life is about the ups and downs. Healing is about ups and downs. Relax those facial muscles and put up that small, content smile. Isn't it nice to just put up a smile for no apparent reason? 
the reason here is that we're getting back in touch with ourselves and our positivity. Even though your healing journey can feel like a wild river, you can always stop and sit on the shore of that river to just enjoy the view and smile before you dive in again. Just imagine the scenario of you sitting on the shore of that wild river that is your healing journey. I invite you to repeat these affirmations after me. I am here because I love myself. I embrace the ups and downs of my healing journey. I am healing. Let's do that again, but with more conviction. I am here because I love myself. I embrace the ups and downs of my healing journey. I am healing. One last big sigh in. Little go. <sighs> nice. Now we've primed our mind and our soul to journal from a place of positivity and healing energy so that you can gift yourself the loving kindness that you deserve, no matter how frustrated you feel sometimes. I invite you to open your eyes, if you haven't already, and grab your journal. It just started raining a little bit more. This is just so cozy. Now, today I'll be sharing five journal prompts and one oracle card pull. I'll write the prompts in the description below and show notes so that you have them at hand. And whenever you feel like you need more time to journal, I'm going to be journaling life with you. But if I already go on to the next one and you need more time, just press pause and take your time, or you can keep journaling another time at your own pace. Feel free to share any reflections in the comments if you'd like to, but if you prefer to keep it all to yourself, you do you. This is your journey and your self-reflection. So prompt number one. If I'm being honest with myself, what thoughts are running through my head today? Now let's get those journaling juices flowing by doing a little brain dump. When I talked about journaling from a place of positivity, perhaps you were thinking, I feel like shit. I really don't want to be positive right now. So write that down. I feel like shit. Just be brutally honest with yourself. If you hate what you're going through right now, write it down. We have to create space for those emotions and thoughts before we move through them so that we can feel strong again, right? So I'll journal with you and just write down the first thing that comes up. Give yourself a minute or two to write down whatever thoughts you've been thinking today or at this moment. There's no right or wrong. Every thought or feeling is human and deserves to be there. 
So if you're being honest with yourself, what thoughts are running through your head today? Interestingly, I kept going and I started with the way I felt, right? The thoughts of I'm so busy. I don't know when I'm going to do everything I want to do. I don't have enough energy for this. And then it shifted in. I wish I could. Statements of I wish I could or I need to. So interesting how for me, at least, your brain dump can look totally different. And that's all good. There's no right or wrong. Yeah, interesting how I just started thinking, what am I thinking, right? And then from that, there were thoughts about my needs and wishes. Listen to that, you know, listen to that. When your journaling turns into, I wish I could, yeah, how can you make it happen? Or how can you make even a piece of that happen? That's another prompt, an extra one for you today. Journaling prompt number two. What is my body asking for today? Now that we've cleared up and made space for the brain, let's check in with the body. Okay, how is your body feeling today? What is it saying? One of the first skills I had to learn as I was moving through fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome was to learn my body's language, learn how to speak it, learn to listen to my body and adapt to it. Maybe your stomach is upset today, or you're feeling more tired than usual, or more of a headache, or you're having a good day, you know, and something is making your body maybe feel better. And then ask yourself, what is that? 
take a moment to just observe your body's language and what it means. And then ask yourself, so what is my body asking for today or this week? Sort of similar to what I was talking about in the prompt number one, right? First, you're listening to the what, um, sort of what is it saying? What are the sentences? What do I, what am I feeling? Just observing. And then you're going to interpret, right? First part is observation. Second part is interpreting. Okay, so what does that mean? My stomach's upset today. Why? Right? What did I eat? What am I doing? Maybe it's stress, right? Maybe I ate too fast. Maybe I ate while watching Netflix. I'm guilty of that often. <laughs> so maybe I haven't been mindful eating, right? Or more tired than ever. Maybe you did sleep the hours you'd like to sleep where it's seven, eight, nine, ten hours, right? But you're still waking up feeling exhausted. Okay, so what is my body asking for? And if you don't know, maybe your body is just asking for answers. There must be something. And that was one of my main thoughts when I was struggling with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome was like, there must be a reason why my body's feeling so exhausted. Even though, even after sleeping 12 hours, you know, I was always exhausted. My body couldn't recover in its energy levels, even after resting. And so my thought was, why? And I was only 15. I have another video on my, on my journey, right? With fibromyalgia, my story, my fibromyalgia recovery story. But yeah, I'm proud that at the age of 15, 16, I was so stubborn or determined that there must be more. They said, no, it's a chronic fatigue syndrome. It's chronic. You'll have it for your whole life. And I was like, no, there must be something more. There must be a reason why my body can't generate energy or the energy is going to a different part of my body where there's something going on, right? I was looking at it more holistically. And I'm proud of that now because that is what functional medicine is. It's going upstream, seeing where is that coming from? There's a reason you're experiencing symptoms. So what's causing the symptoms? Anyway, I went on a little tangent there. But I'll give you a minute. What is your body asking for today?
Right. I'm recording this on a Friday, so my body's naturally asking for rest. So I wrote down like my eyes are more tired. It's raining, so I feel like staying in. I feel like eating veggies, like the 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 self-kindness and self-love is asking for more self-care naturally, right? Like, oh, I want to eat some nutri like good nutritive foods and water. Not seeing people is also part of my self-care sometimes. Not feeling like being social. And I wrote down, I want to get stuff done. I want to feel good about the, like, at least doing the most important things or things I've been putting off. And then stopping, right? Not overdoing it. Prompt number three. When I zoom out and look at the bigger picture of my healing journey, what name would I give the face I'm in? So I'm just going to change this prompt a little bit. Yeah. What name would I give the face I'm in? Time to zoom out. It's easy to get stuck in the day-to-day -day struggle between what your mind wants to do and what your body can do. So I feel that's a struggle I definitely recognize and I see in many of my clients with chronic disease. It's like your mind wants to do a million things, but your body's like, nope. <laughs> Maybe you're going through a certain protocol or diet right now. And you're feeling restricted and it's not easy. Or maybe you're uncertain about the next steps on your healing journey. So if you zoom out and you were to describe the phase that you're in right now in one word, what would it be? Is it exploration because you're looking for answers to your symptoms? Is it a setback because you were feeling better before, but now you're feeling worse? That tends to happen. Is it slow healing, like slower than you'd like it to be? Maybe you feel a bit impatient. You're not seeing the results. Does it feel like a hurdle? Just zoom out and look at it like the past few months, years. Compare your health to today to what it was like months or years ago. If you were to divide it up in faces, what face are you in right now? Just in one word. If you want to expand on your word, you could ask yourself, why? Why would I give it this word?
All right. So what's the face you're in? For me, well, after year, years and years of working on my health, because it does take time, it takes time for your body to fall into chronic illness. And it also takes time to get out of it, right? That's why it's good to have your health coach, have your support group to go through that journey, do a journaling session like this one, because we need that support with the ups and downs and the setbacks. And yeah, my phase right now is curiosity. I just feel curious because my health has improved a lot. I'm financially more stable now, and I'm curious to run more tests. So in the past, I've done like, you know, when you first start diving into your symptoms, finding the answers, you do invest in a couple of testing, more complicated testing that do have their price tag, but it gives you more answers Then you start working on it. It's like the layers of an onion, we often say, like you work on the outer layer first and then you keep going until you reach its core. And it's like you have a symptom, you work on it. You go a bit deeper, you find the cause of that symptom, but that cause of that symptom is just a symptom of another cause, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like for me, they found some food sensitivities, some SIBO, some like that's bacterial overgrowth in the small intestine, but those food sensitivity is only a symptom of something else, right? Something else is causing that. So why did the immune system start attacking food? And then we, we kept going deeper and deeper. And then they found heavy metals in my liver and my liver couldn't detoxify properly because my glutathione, that's one of the enzymes, the things that help you get the toxins out of your body was at zero. And then again, you ask yourself, why is it at zero? You know, and then we reached one of my root causes is mold because mold completely depletes that thing glutathione that you need to detoxify and it's still it's still I still need to be careful for mold so now I'm thinking hey maybe I want to do a hormonal test or DNA or just a bit further find some more answers so yeah that's that's a phase for me number four what are all the ways in which I can be proud of myself I want you to write down several things for this one, not just one thing. I'm sure it's not easy to think about being proud of yourself because you've been focusing on healing, getting better, changing, fighting. Um, dealing with chronic illness requires enormous strength and resiliency. Those who deal with chronic illness are the strongest people I know. Really, they are. Because you can tolerate more pain because of what you're going through. You are more creative and resourceful so that you can live a normal life. You had to get really organized and divide your energy because you just had very little of it. Or maybe because of the pain, like you can't, you have more limitations and those limitations invite you to be creative, be resourceful, be determined. You are changing and, and shifting your relationship with your body. When you think of the ways that you've been dealing with your illness and looking for solutions, what can you be proud of? Number one could already be just being here, journaling with Maya, creating this space for self-love and self-reflection. Now that's something to be proud of, okay? So if you, you're not sure what to write down, write that down first and then just keep thinking about it. I'll give you a minute. Just keep going, anything big or small. 
What are all the ways in which you can be proud of yourself? Right. Big and small, big and small. So one of the small things I wrote down is that this week I had a carrot as a snack. <laughs> and I don't like eating a carrot in its in its hole, but I, I have a food processor and I would just cut it into really small pieces within a second, right? And eat it like that. And that that's how I prefer to eat it. And it was actually really tasty and nice and I felt good about myself knowing that I was that I didn't grab for candy or sweets or cookies or chips right but I was just happy with my carrot <laughs> and that's a small way to be proud of myself right but I'm also proud that I'm recording this journaling session for chronic illness I've done many journaling sessions before but I've never recorded one or found one that's specifically for chronic illness. So I'm happy I'm doing this. I really am. Prompt number five. What is your superpower? Or what is my superpower? You would ask yourself. So, okay, you have your list of the things that you can be proud of. What's the common theme in everything that you wrote down? What is your superpower? We all have one. Like, I've always been a very hopeful person. I kept believing there must be a solution. My chronic disease can be forever. There must be an answer to this. And I'm glad that that's the belief I held on to. And I see clients having mm, the superpower of love of learning and curiosity. Reading books and learning new things about their illnesses. Maybe your superpower is spirituality. 
and you see the higher meaning in your difficult journey. Or your superpower is perspective and you know how to look at the situation from all angles and you're not just believing one opinion about one thing, but you're actually looking at things from different perspectives. What is it that's part of your personality that's been helping you on this journaling, journaling, no, on this healing journey? Maybe you can also write down why or what's the situation, like an example of a moment where you use that superpower. I didn't think I was going to write this down, but the superpower I wrote down was proactive. And I never thought about it. But yeah, when I look through my list of what I'm proud of, I'm like, damn, that's pretty proactive. <laughs> so actively taking care of myself and making changes for my health and putting my health first is something I've been doing for the past 15 years. And I've had to do, right? I sort of had no choice. The body is just screaming if I don't. Um, if I decide to ignore my body, it's just going to come back double, triple, right? <laughs> triple fold. Yeah. So, fifth. well, we had five journal prompts already. Now, the sixth prompt, let's say, is I'm going to draw an oracle card for us today and spontaneously ask a question about the intention that we can set together for this journaling session and for the phase we're in on our healing journey. And I'm thinking I have two decks. Mm. I'm gonna, yeah, choose this one because it's called Shamanic Healing. And with the healing and me being in Peru, shamanic, I'm like, there must be a message for us collectively at this moment. There was a reason why you felt called to watching this video uh, and you're here with me until this point. You stuck through all of the journal prompts and the meditation. So this one's for you. Okay, I'm just going to stop because there are several ones that popped out. Three. Three is a beautiful number, so I feel it was meant to be. Okay, in order. 
interesting. The first one is joy. Joy. And we've been talking about finding that positivity in our healing journey. Yeah, being positive. We're talking about our superpowers, all that good stuff. And we just were pulling the card joy. Next one is... Damn, I'm not even, I'm, I didn't look at it before, okay? So this is a surprise for me too. It's all good. <laughs> I wonder if there's a common message here. Okay, we have joy and we have it's all good. This is so interesting when we're talking about spirituality and there being a higher meaning into what you're going through. We have the card, it's all good. And a third one, surprise, I didn't see it. Mm. sacred space sacred space i love that i feel like we're creating just by us coming together and journaling today we have been creating a sacred space right this has been a secret space my phone on airplane mode no one can bother me it's raining i'm sitting here with you not live but i can feel your energy here with me and how often do you create a sacred space like this for yourself? How often do you check in with yourself? How often do you, do you tune out from the external world that might have expectations and demands and it might be overwhelming because your body can't keep up with the crazy rhythm of today's society, right? And so what's your sacred space? Where do you love to go to relax and to disconnect and to just be with yourself. Sacred space. Now there are three cards. Joy. Can I show them all to you at the same time? I think I can. We have joy. It's all good. And sacred space. I feel like reading the booklet for It's All Good. Because I just feel like it's a message we need to hear. But also, yeah, 18, <sighs> okay, it's about this one, okay. Every experience you have in your lifetime has the potential to be a teaching tool. By remembering and embracing this idea, the situations you encounter become less fraught with unneeded emotion and drama. By not attaching labels or expectations to people and situations, you allow the pure divine energy to flow unimpeded. While you may have little control over what happens to you at times, hence chronic illness, you always have control over how you react. Do you react on an impulse? Strike out at others when you feel hurt. Maybe strike out towards your body, right? When, when it's not keeping up with everything you want to be doing. Do you crawl into your safe place? Whoa. Safe place, people. Safe place, sacred space. Do you crawl into your safe place when the world seems mean and hurtful? Face this challenge in your life head-on using your superpower. 
Be thankful for the opportunity to experience whatever it is that is happening. Set yourself a goal of learning from every situation in your life. Find that silver lining. It's there. And just that last word, it's there. The last two sentences of find a silver lining, it's there. When I think of my journey, I'm like, if I hadn't struggled with chronic illness at the age of 15 and I missed most of my teenage years, well, between 15 and 19, I didn't have a normal teenager life, right? If I hadn't lived through that, my life would have looked so different. Maybe I wouldn't have moved to Peru. Maybe I wouldn't have studied functional medicine. Maybe I wouldn't have started my own business. Because part of the reason to start my own business was also to be able to go up and down with the flows, with the ups and downs of my health, right? And listening to my body instead of having to be at an office at 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. every day. So I'm grateful. I'm really grateful. And I wrote this in one of my blogs in my fibromyalgia recovery story. I'm just really happy and I'm grateful for my fibromyalgia because I see people who are also mistreating their body mistreating is that a word well yeah <laughs> not treating their body the way you're supposed to and it they're not their body's not giving them clear signals or not clear enough right so there might be some cholesterol issues there might be some overweight there might be some hormonal imbalance there might be a little bit of fatigue a brain fog, but it's nothing serious enough to be like a wake-up call, okay? it's Those are symptoms that like, oh, yeah, but, you know, eh, and they just keep going with it. But we, you and I, we have a body that screams, and how great is that? I know you probably have been so, so frustrated with it and like, why can't I just cross my limits and not have it backfire this way, <laughs> right? But what if you... Have it. like look at the look at all the people who don't have that alarm system that you and I have. They can go on and on and on eating junk food, crossing their limits, working so hard they they fall into a burnout, a burnout that that appears after months and years of overworking. Whereas for me, if I overwork for a week, maybe even like two or three days. I already have a mini burnout. <laughs> My body's like, nope, we're not going there. Uh, come back, come back to balance. Yeah. So it's all good. There's a silver lining. It's a teaching lesson. It's making you stronger. It's inviting you to become the person you should become. Even though when you're in the midst of it and you're, you feel so limited and you feel like you're struggling, it's hard to see. It's hard to see and feel the joy but i remember when i was bed bound my joy would come from my grandmother driving me to the park i was 15 and just i was sitting on a bench in the park watching little ducks and dogs and kids play breathing in the fresh air from the trees and that was my joy that was the highlight of my day i couldn't do anything else but there's always, and look at this, this is exactly, oh my God, this is like trees and this is the park, right? 
the the butterflies and that's all you need to feel joy just go into nature look at or whatever brings you joy maybe it's watching something else okay anything that brings you joy it's always available no matter how sick you feel no matter how limited you feel no matter how much pain you're in there's always space for joy it's all good and you always have your sacred space to go to and reflect and be with yourself wow yeah this is a long one i didn't expect it to be this long i thought ah 20 minutes 30 minutes but i had such a lovely time with you today and i normally have people journaling life with me writing their reflections in the comments and uh, sometimes there's a group discussion that's happening naturally but this time was different but i imagined you sitting there with me taking the time to reflect on each prompt and you are welcome to share any reflections or insights in the comments you are not alone on this healing journey okay and I'm sure you notice that right now from the things I'm saying, I'm sure you recognize a lot in yourself. And if other people start commenting or you start commenting, you will recognize your own story in their stories too. I'm sure that your reflections from today will empower others who are going through the same struggles and vice versa. Now for me, guiding these journaling sessions always fills my heart with pure joy, joy, pure joy. I am honored to be your guide on this journey to be your true self and on creating the sacred space with you today. Just know that it's all good. And if you need any further support, you can listen to my own journey with fibromyalgia and how I found the answers to my symptoms. And we can have a functional medicine intake call as well as just yeah, connecting the dots. I have a three-month four-month package as well with functional medicine practitioners where I provide you some coaching to remain hopeful, to stick through the maybe long recovery journey, right? And then there's the practitioners that can help you connect the dots between your symptoms and run some tests so that you can finally see, like for me, oh, my extreme muscle aches and chronic fatigue came from my liver, mold, <laughs> And I'm not saying that's the case for you, but there was no conventional doctor who saw the connection between muscle aches and the liver, right? So yeah, it's about going upstream to what has been causing the symptoms for you personally. And even, even if you have the same diagnosis, even if it's also fibromyalgia, your causes are going to be different. Something else is going to have, and often it's a combination of triggers, all right? So if you've been through a traumatic event and doctors are telling you, no, it's all stress, it's a trauma. Yes and no. I'd say it's trauma in every way, in every way in your body. It could be emotional trauma or emotional stress. It could be physical stress, Okay. When, when mold was creeping into my body, it was physical stress on my liver. And then it went through the whole system and all the systems <laughs> in the rest of my body. So it's often a combination of triggers. It's often not, even if trauma is involved, it's not only trauma. So we do encourage people to work on their traumas, to have therapy, maybe work more with the subconscious mind. I'm not going to, this is a tangent, a total tangent, but... 
just to say it's always a combination of root causes. So I am deeply grateful for your presence today. And I'm wishing you a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. This was lovely and take care. Hey Achievers, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. Please, please, please subscribe and review my podcast. It would mean the world to me. See you in the next episode.